Howdy, everyone, and welcome to another one of Rick's Rants. I'm Rick, and I wanted to preface this show with a note. I tried something a little bit different this episode. I recorded the rant live online via Ustream, and so you might hear me referring to some people in the online chat and whatnot, and so it's a little bit of a different format. I wanted to try it out and maybe see if we can turn some of these uh, shows a little more interactive and put a little video with it so you guys can see my ugly bald head. So, um... I think it worked out okay. Um, I, there's a, you know, obviously I need to uh, iron out some tweaks and things, but um, keep an eye out for future announcements um, for some live recording content in the future from Localcast. So with that, I'll give you guys the rant. So hello, this is Rick with Rick's Rants, episode six. I'm going to call this one something for the builders out there. And there's been a little bit of a perfect storm going around, swirling, bringing a lot of stuff in with some ideas that I've had for a long time, actually. Um, I'm a Linux user, Ubuntu user. I come to Ubuntu because a lot of the stuff just works, which is nice. However, I'm not your normal Ubuntu user. I like to say that I install Ubuntu and that I immediately replace everything that comes with it. <clears throat> so what this got really thinking was that there's a lot of movement right now with uh, Natty, Natty coming and the Unity changes and the GNOME shell and about trying to make a really nice, you know, user interface and making things simple for your Joe, you know, average Joe user. And it's been kind of clicking along. This is kind of a trend. You know, we always say that we want Linux adoption for the masses. And um, in the latest Ubuntu UK podcast, they were talking about how open source doesn't tend to be a winner. And as they define what is a winner, what makes a open source project a winner, it came down to mass market adoption. Does mom and pop use it? Is, it? is it something that everyone else can use without any kind of problem? And it kind of bugged me a little bit. I mean, on the one hand, I understand winning is mass market, right? It's everybody. But I don't know that that's a winner for me, right? That's not what I use Linux for. And so we get kind of looking at how what you're, what you're going to target when you build something when you produce something, when you have a product, what is your, your target audience and what is um, your goal with things? And as, as a developer, I use Ubuntu and I have a Linux machine, but I'm using it as a developer. I tend to do things that mom and pop don't do. And when you go through and simplify things for mom and pop, you actually kind of backwards, you kind of take things backwards for my use cases oftentimes. And so I'm, I'm wondering, in my mind I'm going, is it possible really to have a mass market uh, device or, or product without alienating those that maybe help you get there. And so I got, I got, you know, I've been reinstalling my machine. I had some hardware um, problems lately. And uh, I got a comment from a, a guy in the loco who's basically says, hey, man, Linux, you put Chrome on it. And that's all you need. And I'm like, no, no, that's not all you need. Right. I mean, as a developer, I need a bunch of tools and, and I use keyboard shortcuts and, and I'm, a, I'm a power user, right? I, I need options. I need to be able to tweak things to make my life more efficient. And my life isn't the same life of mom and pop who are sitting down, reading Facebook, maybe watching a YouTube video or two. It's totally different kind of life. And I wonder is as you actually, we're kind of reaching a point where with Unity and a lot of the simplification of the uh, the OS that you're, you're getting closer to a mass market adoption, right? Where you could put this in front of mom and pop and they could use it and get things done. My wife uses Ubuntu. She actually prefers it oftentimes for a Windows machine. And so 
but as it gets further like that, I'm feeling more and more alienated, right? That, that they're taking things away from me and my use cases in order to, to get the mass market adoption. And I can't really think of too many cases where you have a product that meets the entire gamut of needs, right? So I'm, I'm curious if, if anyone here in the chat has any ideas, like, can you think of anything that is great for beginner users that they can start out with and they can play with it and they can jump right in and use it? It's very easy and upfront. However, as an advanced user that you don't ditch it and throw it away and go get the advanced product. You know, if you're into music or mixing or whatnot, you may start out with Audacity for your podcast. But eventually, if you start getting into the music side of things and instruments, you'd end up ditching that and you go over to another application that has a bigger learning curve, but that, you know, does the things you need it to do. And I wonder if perchance, you know, I, I keep thinking that I'm, I need to look out for another distro that, you know, if if I might end up moving distros just because things have gotten to be too mass market. And as a developer, as a builder, you know, is that a bad thing for Ubuntu going forward that, that they may actually alienate the people that build and make the things that allows them to put out the great distro. And so a great example of this that I loved was GNOME has recently announced they're removing the min and max buttons off of Windows. So you can't minimize it anymore. They say it doesn't really apply. There's no longer a toolbar across that it can actually minimize an app to and then restore from the concepts dated basically. And so people, of course, got up in arms. Don't take my minimize and maximize. I use that every single day. And the initial comments were, well, that's okay. The command, you know, the keyboard shortcuts still work. A right click will still work. However, one of the posts in the blog post that announced this um, basically was from one of the designers who said, yeah, it, it's still there, but we really wish it wasn't. We, would we really want to remove it. We think it's just a, not a good concept. And so... It's not just of saying we want to make things appear simple for a user, but actually to pull away and to remove options that the advanced people might actually use. And that's more what I worry about. Not just saying it's, it's easy up front, but to actually start yanking things away from those that actually do want them. And I'm not saying we all need to go, you know, KDE, we need 10 ways to configure things. But the whole concept kind of bugs me a little bit. And so I've kind of got thinking that really... As you go towards mass market, you tend to go towards a consumption ma uh, market. Uh, in the Apple world, they've got this whole iPad thing right now where iPads is a great media consumption device. However, the builders, the people that make things, all go to their Macs. And they build and they make things and they write the apps that run on the iPad and all that. And there's this kind of dual system. And Ubuntu doesn't really have that, right? They don't have... Um, a, 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 a consumption side and a development production side. And I got really thinking, you know what would be really awesome is why isn't there an Ubuntu developer edition? Why isn't there something that's coordinated and concentrated that is just, you know what, this is for the pros. This is for the advanced users. We're going to encourage our developers and our, you know, our advanced users to get in, stay in the Ubuntu community, stay in the Ubuntu circle, and have all their options and stuff that they may need. And then you start thinking, well, what would an Ubuntu developer edition actually have in it? And of course, right off the bat, any developer goes, well, you know, I need build essentials and I need these dev packages and I need, you know, different editors and things. So, I mean, part of it's really, really easy, right? You know, you want Vim full out of the box, not Vim tiny or whatnot, you know. You want, um, maybe you want multiple web browsers out of the box if you're a web developer, not just Firefox. Um, 
But there's actually some really interesting things that they could do. For instance, you know, Canonical has, or not Canonical, but there's the Quickly Project, which is a tool to help aid and jumpstart Python app development on Ubuntu. Wouldn't it be awesome to have a distro that, you know, for a developer version that had that kind of built in out of the box? And along with that, Jono Bacon had started this, uh, I think it's called a Sire project, where it had Python snippets and things. You could kind of cheat sheet how to get some windows and all that. I'm not ignoring it. I see you guys. Uh, yeah, sorry. This, this is chat. It's my first time trying this. So give me a give me a little bit of a, a, a slack here. I'm used to just ranting for 10 straight minutes and cutting it off and all that. Um, yes, Ben, Eclipse might come out of the box as much as it would dismay me to say that. Um, it's great. Um, but so that got me kind of thinking all about other things because for me personally, I don't use the default tools, right? So I don't use GNOME. And so as a, as a power user developer, do I get support as a non-GNOME user? And I'm curious, you know, is anyone doing development, like real development using Unity right now? Have you tried that out? Is it, is it a good way to manage your windows and to, to manage your workflow? It seems very backwards as a power user developer, as a builder of things where I need lots of windows side by side and a lot of uh, keyboard shortcuts to move around between my tests and my code and my uh, live view of my web app that I'm building or whatnot. But on the other hand, Ubuntu has some amazingly powerful things for developers. That's actually one of the reasons why I'm still on Ubuntu. I got thinking about it. PPAs are a killer feature if you're a developer. And an Ubuntu Developer Edition, I think, would have a lot of these uh, PPAs enabled by default. If you haven't looked out there, there's a ton of almost kind of quasi-official PPAs by project teams. So, for instance, Nginx, which is a web uh, application server, uh, has an official team and they have both a stable release and a unstable testing release PPA that you can go in and install. And if you're a developer, that would be awesome to have that PPA out of the box. Um, the Cherokee web server, uh, yeah, Ben, Dead Snakes, having multiple Python versions out of the box as a Python developer. So there's all these things out there that as a power user developer, I go and I gather, but it would be really kind of interesting to see someone put together a Ubuntu developer edition that had this kind of the ideas baked in because there's a lot of good infrastructure that Ubuntu provides with these PPAs. And I kind of like to compare it to, um, this could be like a Debian testing versus stable situation, right? I mean, you have Debian stable, which is what most people, you know, well, not what most people actually use in the but what they, you would like them to start with. And then after that, you go through and you can uh, enable testing, which gives you more up-to-date bleeding edge packages. And I would consider like uh, testing to be, uh, Ubuntu testing would be basically Ubuntu with a lot of these PPAs put on. And so I wanted to get people's ideas on what do they think? What do you guys think about A, just the, I don't know, the, the splitting of the, the need to get a product to the mass market in order to make money and to be popular and to, you know, like what the uh, Ubuntu UK guys were saying, you know, be a winner. We all want to be a winner. Um, that seems to be a theme right now, although I haven't seen the whole Charlie Sheen thing that caused that. Um, but on the flip side, is there a danger of losing some of the, you know, you don't, you can't lose your developers, right? I mean, if Steve Ballmer had it right. At the end of the day, it's developers, developers. It's the guys that make and write the software. The power users move this stuff forward. 
um, and enable you to provide your product to the mass market and to try to win. And I wonder if at some point there's there's going to be some kind of split where this really causes some some issue where, you know, almost like uh, I'm trying to think of another situation where it's like, oh, well, that's for beginners. That's not for real users kind of thing. Um, I, I sometimes worry that I see that coming in the Ubuntu community. So what do you think? Can mass market and the makers, can we get along? Or are we destined to just be in this field of contention from side to side trying to say, hey, Ubuntu, support me, support me. You know, I, I don't run the basic out-of-the-box Ubuntu, but I still would like to, you know, be felt important and when I submit a bug, not get uh, kind of shrugged off or whatnot. And if you were to put together an Ubuntu developer edition, what would you expect to see in there? And what would you, uh, what would you, what would you make sure you got included? So um, appreciate any feedback. You can uh, email it in at feedback at localcast.net. And I'll get this rant up on, it uh, looks like I can send it to YouTube. And I'll have the audio as a podcast later on. So thanks for stopping in. Any questions before we go since we're doing a live thing? Ben's going, hey, makes sense. A little more cutting-edge packages without some of the instability. That's what I like about the PPAs is that they're not just Joe Schmo's PPAs. They're actually kind of, uh, you know, real, I don't know, they're, they're, they're maintained by a real project. So very cool. I mean, Ustream's commercialing this up. I need to pay for the Ustream thing is what everyone's telling me. Well, I wanted to try it once. Give this a shot and see if it actually, uh, how this works out before I go through and and go further with it. But it seems kind of cool. So thanks for watching and thanks for listening. 